This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Welcome to D73 Drive, your podcast for bite-sized PD to encourage innovative learning practices in your classroom. Some of our topics may be tech-related, some may be classroom practices, some may be inspiring stories from teachers just down the hall or across the road from you. I'm your host, John Reed, and today we're talking about design using technology in the classroom. Technology has come a long way in recent years, and countless tools are available to help teachers make their lesson planning more efficient. One of the most exciting tools that has been kind of on the horizon for the last several weeks or so is a tool called ChatGPT, a large language model developed by a company called OpenAI. You may have heard about this in the news. So what exactly is ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a machine learning model that can generate human-like text based on a given prompt. It's been trained on a massive amount of text data, so it can understand and respond to a wide range of topics and questions. One of the most amazing ways ChatGPT has been used in the field of, is in the field of creative writing. It's been used to generate entire short stories, novels, even screenplays. The model can understand the plot, characters, and style of a given prompt and generate a story that's coherent and engaging. Another exciting use of ChatGPT is in the field of customer service. It can be used to generate responses to customer queries, saving businesses time and resources. It can also be used to generate personalized product recommendations and even handle the entire sales process. Another field ChatGPT has been used in is in the field of coding. It can generate code snippets and even entire programs based on a given prompt. This can save developers hours of time each day and allows them to focus on more complex tasks. Lastly, ChatGPT has been used in the field of research. It can be used to generate research papers, reports, even scientific papers. It can understand the topic, style, and format of a given prompt and generate a coherent and well-researched paper. So as you can see, the uses of ChatGPT are pretty much endless. It's a powerful tool that can be used to save time and resources in a lot of different fields. So a question for us is, how could I use this in the classroom? ChatGPT can be used in various ways to make a teacher's work more efficient. For example, it could generate lesson plans, quizzes, worksheets, can also generate personalized fees, feedback for students, saving teachers hours every week. So let's dive into some specific examples. One way ChatGPT can be used in the classroom is to generate lesson plans. Teacher can provide the model with a topic, some guidelines, and ChatGPT will generate a complete lesson plan that the teacher could use or modify as needed. This could save hours each week and allow teachers to focus on other aspects of their job. Another way it could be used in the classroom is to generate quizzes work, and worksheets. A teacher could provide the model with a topic and some guidelines. ChatGPT will generate a quiz or worksheet the teacher could then use or modify as needed. This can also save hours each week. Lastly, it could be used to generate personalized feedback for students. A teacher could provide the model with a student's work and some guidelines, and ChatGPT will generate personalized feedback that the teacher can then use or modify as needed again saving hours every single week, allowing teachers to focus on other aspects of their job. When using something like this, though, it is important to be aware of a few potential issues and take steps to address them. First, it's important to make sure students understand the difference between um, original work and work generated by a machine learning model like ChatGPT. 
Teachers should explain that while this can be used as a useful tool for generating ideas and providing inspiration, it's not a substitute for critical thinking and original work. Second, teachers should make sure that students understand the importance of proper citation when using work generated by ChatGPT or an AI platform of some kind. Students should be taught to cite any work generated by the model in their own work, just as they would cite any other source. Third, and this is to avoid plagiarism, teachers should establish guidelines for using something like ChatGPT and make sure students understand and follow them. For example, students should be prohibited from using work generated by ChatGPT as their own without proper citation. Teachers should establish a system for monitoring students' use of ChatGPT in their work. There have been some resources that have been created recently by, I think, a couple of college students created a program where you can copy and paste work that might seem like it was generated by AI, and it will allow you to check to see if it was an actual human-written piece or a piece written by a computer and give you a score on the probability of how much, how likely it is that that was written by a computer. Lastly, if you are using any kind of plagiarism checker or anything like that to check for duplicate content, just make sure that the student's work that they're submitting is original. This is still, still fairly new, so the ability for plagiarism checkers to catch things written by AI is not quite there yet, so this is something we will have to be aware of. But by being aware of these potential issues, taking steps to address them, you can help ensure that students can use something like ChatGPT responsibly and avoid plagiarism. There's several ways students can actually use this to generate original work without resorting to plagiarism. I'll give you a few examples. Use ChatGPT as a brainstorming tool. Students can use this to generate ideas for their work. For example, if a student's writing a paper on a particular topic, they can use this to generate a list of potential subtopics or points to include. This can help students get started and inspire their work. Use it as a writing assistant. Students can use this to help them write their own work. For example, they can generate sentences or paragraphs and edit them to fit their style and voice. You can use this to improve language skills. It can improve students' language skills by using it to practice writing in a foreign language. Or they can use it to generate translations of a text. Use it as a research aid. It can help students gather information for your work. They can use it to generate summaries of articles, books, or other sources that they can use in their work. Use it as a citation tool. It can also generate citations for their work. They can use it to generate the correct format for in-text citations, footnotes, bibliographies, so they don't have to worry about formatting errors. In all the above examples, it's crucial for students to understand the importance of proper citation. I think one of the most powerful ways to use this is to give students examples of what a piece might look like, but not to have them actually copy and paste directly from ChatGPT. That's where I think we get into a little bit of trouble. As you can see, it's a powerful tool. It can be used to make a teacher's work more efficient, can save hours each week, allow you to focus on other parts of your job. But I want to zoom out for just a minute from the specific example of ChatGPT and think about how it's interesting to think about how these kinds of tools will change the landscape of our work moving forward. If you have any friends right now that are in a field where they do any kind of content writing, any art work, graphic design, things like that. I, I have a sister-in-law who is an artist, and some of these AI-generated pieces of artwork that have been starting to come out now, it's really causing some issues for artists who are struggling to get their work in front of people. When an AI can create 
similar artwork based on a prompt it's given in a matter of seconds. So it definitely is something to watch out for. But other than just education, and then other other than just, well, I mean, in education, but other than just something like ChatGPT, this is not, this is just the one of the first steps. We are going to have platforms like this moving forward. It's a reality that these will be out there and they will be readily available. So I want to think about some ways in which the idea of artificial intelligence is going to likely significantly change the face of education in the future. And here's just a few ways. Personalized learning. AI-powered systems can analyze student data and create customized learning experiences tailored to each student's unique needs and learning style. This can help students learn more effectively and at their own pace. Automation of administrative tasks. AI can be used to automate many routine tasks, such as grading assignments and providing feedback, which can free up teachers to focus on more important aspects of their job, such as lesson planning and working with students one-on-one. -on -one. Improve student engagement. AI-powered systems can create interactive and immersive learning experiences that can help engage students and keep them motivated to learn. Predictive analytics. AI can be used to analyze data on student performance and predict which students are most likely to struggle, which can help teachers intervene early and provide additional support. Virtual and remote learning. AI could be used to create virtual and remote learning experiences that can make education more accessible to students in remote or underserved areas. Intelligent tutoring. AI could be used to create intelligent tutoring systems that can provide students with personalized instruction and feedback, which can help them learn more effectively. While there are a lot of potential benefits of AI in education, it's important to note it's not a panacea. It should not be, or should be used in conjunction with other methods and technologies. Teachers and educational leaders should be aware of the potential ethical concerns of this and limitations of AI in education and should approach the use of AI with some amount of caution. I think there's some great ways that these can be used in the future. I, I don't think that this is something to be afraid of. It's definitely something to explore. And I think there's some really great ways that we can be using this to start enhancing what we are doing with our students and how our students are learning. One really quick thing I wanted to mention before we close out this episode, because I want to make sure that I cite the work that I've got here up to this point and including what I'm saying right now, I've been talking about many ways that AI specifically chat GPT can be used in education and other fields, but I have a little bit of a surprise for you. Everything I have said so far has actually been generated by AI using chat GPT. That is absolutely right. The information, the examples, even the script for this podcast episode were all generated by ChatGPT. I wanted to demonstrate how powerful of a tool this is and how it can be used for many different tasks, including content creation. Typically, when Karen and I sit down to work through one of these episodes, we do some brainstorming on what the topic is going to be. There's obviously some reading of different articles involved to pull some different things together. And to be sure, I have read a lot on ChatGPT since it came out at the end of November. So I'm not just pulling things out of thin air that I haven't even looked at myself. But when I sat down to uh, outline this podcast episode, I thought, I want to also demonstrate what this looks like in terms of being able to generate something that sounds exactly like it was written by a human being. So pretty much everything up to this point that I have said, I put a couple of different prompts into ChatGPT, told it that I had a podcast episode. Here was the topic. Here's about how long the episode is going to be. And could you please generate a script for me? 
that allows me to cover these different topics. And within about 20 or 30 seconds, I had the full script for this episode. So what might have normally taken me an hour to do, I was done with that in about 20 seconds. Now, granted, I did have to go and double check a couple of things. Grammar is, you know, sometimes needs a human touch, but I had to double check a couple of things. I wanted to make sure everything was factually accurate. And with AI right now, because it is scouring the internet, oddly enough, there is misinformation on the internet. So it can pull incorrect information. That's another thing you'd have to be careful with. And if students are going to use this for anything, you also want to kind of give them a heads up and let them know there are times when this is wrong. This may give you incorrect information. So you want to make sure that you double check everything. Do not use this as your only source. Uh, I didn't intend for this. Well, I kind of intended this a little bit to be a, a bit of a gimmick, but I wanted to demonstrate the capabilities of AI in content creation. So again, it is not a substitute for human creativity, critical thinking, and original work. I think that's one of the most important things that we can share with our students. I wanted to make sure that this topic gets out in front of you because as teachers, a lot of times when, when these new trends and these new waves of things come out, sometimes we, are, we can be the last to know. And so this is something that is a very hot topic right now. I think it's gonna be one of the biggest things since the Google search. It's going to be, I think it's really going to enhance a lot of the personal assistance. You know, for those of you that use Siri or Google or Alexa or things like that, this is just a first step in what is going to be available to us moving forward. And I think it's going to transform a lot of things. Um, so I wanted to make sure this information was out to you. There is the week that this episode is coming out. There will also be some information coming out in a staff newsletter. So there will be more links and more information if you want to take a look at those and, and read those on your own time. But I wanted to get this out there in front of you as well. So thank you so much, as always, for listening to D73 Drive. If you're interested in learning more about ChatGPT, I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes for this podcast episode, some examples of how it could be used in the classroom, some examples of how you could even use it in your personal life. There are some great ways that this can get used just to kind of free up some time in your personal life and let you get on to other things. So I will drop some of those in there. Be on the lookout for the staff newsletter that is going to include some information on ChatGPT and these AI platforms that's coming out this week. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?